God of steadfast love, we confess our impatience and resistance to your will. We have sought to satisfy our deepest longings from created things and forces rather than through you, our Creator. We are quick to judge others, yet we fail to see our own failings. We are numb to the cries of those in need and grow weary of righteousness and compassion. Restore us, O God. Let your face shine on us that we may be saved. Amen. Hear the glad tidings of God. For the sake of Christ, your sins are forgiven and light has shone in your darkness. May Christ shine forth from our lives as we wait for the full redemption of all creation. Amen. circumstances of life. The third candle is a light of hope for those eagerly watching for God's promised glory. The fourth candle is the light of hope for those who carry the wounds of life. Today we acknowledge our pain and the pain we have caused others. 
As the light shines, we turn to the Savior who came to rescue the lost, to help the hurting, and to bind up the broken. Come and take, come and take. 
when his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found in child with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Jesus awoke, excuse me, when Joseph awoke from his sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had born a son, and he named him Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, O Christ. Come on up for the Advent, last Advent box of the year of the Advent. Come on up. I don't know who's got the, oh, there Max has got the box. Good deal. Come on up. Let's see what we got. Oh, I need a microphone there. Oh, right there. Beautiful. All right. I got to sit right where you are. Beautiful. Take up a lot of space. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna have to guess. All right. All right. Well, that's the one thing. Oh man, we got a lot of cool things. All right. So let me pull out the, the actual scripture though, just in case we need that. All right. So what you want to start anywhere? Shall I start? You want? Should we start with this one? Okay. Who is this? Who? Darth Vader. Darth Vader. <laughs> now, oh, yes. And what, why do you think Darth Vader is in here when, with these passages? What do you think? What do you, go ahead. Right. Oh, is that it, Max? Well, she said he would, he would learn to choose between good and evil. Yes. That's it. Good job. Way to go. Because Darth Vader chose the, you know, he chose poorly. Poor <laughs> another movie. Okay, okay, good, good, good. Okay, what do we got here? Oh, cool. A phone. Let's see. Do you remember what the phone was for? Let's see, Max. Let's see. Oh, yes. That one there? Okay. Call me to move on. Okay, so we got a call to belong to Jesus Christ. That's a call I want to take. It's your brothers. <laughs> that's cool. All right, that's cool. That's cool. Okay, let's see. Um, should we take this? What do we have here? It's a pillowcase. Nice. And what's in there? Can you reach in and grab it? Oh, an angel. What? My mom set it up a major set. Oh, is this like a, 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 a this is to talk about the baby born? No, it's about, it's about, talk about um, how when Joseph was sleeping. Yes. That, oh, sure. Yeah, when there's a 
because they tell us something about our faith. Um, point out some that you would like to talk about or want some, ones that you like. What do you think? Okay, so right here we've got a cross, a decorative cross, um, and we think about the Trinity. We've got three circles, so those are signs of the Trinity. But then we've also got G Jesus who revealed to us who God is. All right, good. How about, please, Zoe, which one? The owl. Why is there an owl on the tree? You don't know. Neither do I. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we can think up a good reason, though. How about you guys? Got anything on the owl? Wisdom. 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 Oh, nice. Because Jesus is the wisdom of God. I like you guys. You guys are on target. Okay, how about another one? Let's see. Oh, we've got, we've got this one. This is a dove. And we think about the Holy Spirit descending on Jesus. Right. How about, let's see, another one um, that you want to pick out. How about you? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Zoe, which, um, I'm wondering if you guys, why would we have, why would we have this one on the tree? Yeah. Um, usually, um, you get baptized by a shell. Right. It's a symbol of baptism. And, and the three times, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Let's see, what about this one? Why do you think we, what does this look like? An anchor, that's right. Now, what else does it look like? A cross, right. And you know what that's saying? Is that the anchor, that which really makes our life secure, is the cross, is Jesus' love and his death for us on the cross. I think some of you were pointing out the globe with the cross on top. Um, and that's, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, perfect. And that's that Jesus died for all the people, all the sins of the whole world. Yeah. That's an interesting star, isn't it? Just a couple more. What, this one? How about? The fish? Yes, right. And Jesus multiplied the fishes and the loaves. And also, early Christians, um, the fish was a sign um, um, for Christianity, and it's, it's a little complex to explain it all, but yeah. Oh, what about 
the moon. That is interesting. Um, that's really cool. You know, I think about... Well, absolutely. Oh, sure. See, there's that beautiful, that beautiful anchor again. You know, I think about the moon. Um, the sun will not strike you by day nor the moon by night. That's one of the scriptures that I think of. But that's interesting. One more. Okay. And what's this one? What about this one? What's this one? Baby Jesus in the manger. Right. And that's what Christmas is all about. God's love. Huh? Okay. Let's pray. Thank you, God, for these children, for our tree, and for our chrismons as they preach the good news for us. So bless these children with the good news. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Thank you, Max. That was great. And Max, can you grab your baby cord? Do you want to help Max? Or actually, you can, you can put it in here for now. Okay, great. Vicki's here with Kids Word, so if you want to do Kids Word today, touch bases with parents if need be. But Kids Word, Vicki's in the back, wait for her. That's great. All right. Okay. So, fourth Sunday of Advent. And we hear the story of the birth of Jesus kind of through Matthew's eyes a little bit. And came across an old carol, a traditional folk carol going way back to the 1500s called the Cherry Tree Carol. And it kind of tells Joseph's story um, a little bit and it tells the good news. So I kind of thought, you know what? We're going to let this carol help us bring the good news today. Actually done excavations and 
There was viticulture and farming and trades. It certainly wasn't a wealthy community, but we hear that Joseph was a tradesman. We've always known that to be carpenter, haven't we? But it actually doesn't say carpenter. We assume that to be the case, but it could have been a stonemason. There were a lot more stones in the Holy Land than trees. But nonetheless, Joseph had a trade, and now he has the hope of a family and a young bride. In those days, being betrothed was like being married, except for you don't consummate the marriage until you get married. But they were, in essence, married. Think about his hopes, his dreams. And then something happened, didn't it? Something happened that stopped those dreams in their tracks, at least Joseph would think they would, because an angel had come to Mary. Joseph didn't know that, and Mary had found favor with God, and she was told that she would bear the Savior of the world, the one who would redeem God's people. She was overwhelmed by this. She couldn't believe it, but then she said something that is probably the greatest thing any disciple has ever said in his the greatest witness that we have as far as a follower of Jesus Christ. She said, let it be to me according to your word. But boy, I wonder about that conversation when Mary told Joseph. Then Mary spoke to Joseph, so meek and so mild. Joseph, gather me some cherries, for I am with child. Joseph, gather me some cherries, for I am with child. Then We're told Joseph was a righteous man, but you have to know that Joseph must have been angry. He must have been heartbroken. Here, all of his plans were dashed. Mary was found to be with a the, with the child. Adultery must have happened in his mind. Joseph, being a righteous man, though, decided to take care of matters quietly. Because if he made a big deal about it, if he made it known what Mary had done, she could have been stoned. She could have been killed. But the Gospel writer Matthew tells us that Joseph was a righteous man. And notice the definition of what it means to be righteous here. Not just doing all the right things, all the laws and regulations, but compassion. Joseph loved Mary, I believe, and and was a righteous man, so he was going to take care of things quietly. Even though he didn't believe what Mary would say, um, he was still trying to do the right thing. Isn't that the way it is with us? We live in the tension between God's will and ours, and we have plans and hopes and dreams for our own lives, 
to say nothing about the world. And we see the world and we see it so broken and we see it so hurting. And we think about God's kingdom and we go, Lord, let your kingdom come. But we don't see it happening. And then things just don't seem to be coming to fruition the way we would expect. And we wait and we wait and we wait and we live at Advent, sometimes perpetually. That's kind of where Joseph is at this moment, isn't he? He thought he knew what God had in store, and then everything came crashing down. Sometimes that happens for us. That's a part of our faith journey, but thank goodness God will not be frustrated by our expectations and will not be limited by what we think God should and should not do, but God breaks in. And I love in this carol how we hear an answer to Joseph's frustrated cry to Mary, let the father of the baby gather cherries for you. This is God's response. So the cherry tree bowed low down, low down to the ground, and Mary gathered cherries while Joseph stood down, and God coming in to our messes and our confusion, God sends what? What, do, what? what is needed? God sends an angel to Joseph. That's what he needed. He needed to hear from God. Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be awesome? If we could have an angel come to us in the midst of our longing and hoping and our frustrations, Struggles. Wouldn't it be great if God would send an angel to us? It occurs to me that that's exactly what has happened. God's given us his word, both in that story of the scriptures and in the proclamation of the good news of the gospel that we heard as the apostle Paul talks about the gospel. God has sent a messenger. He sent a word into the midst of all of our struggle and our unfulfilled dreams and our longings and our hopes um, and our uncertainties about the future. God has given us an angel. God's given us his word. What is an angel? In Hebrew, it simply means messenger. So God sends a word to cling to, to hold on to in the midst of that. Just like Joseph needed an angel to wake him up, God sent us a word. He sent us a church, a community. He sent us a supper. He sent us sacraments and, and waters and baptisms that we would know in the midst of all of our Advent waiting. God with us. Emmanuel. That we would know God is not only with us, but he's also for us. He's going to save us from the Romans, save us from evil oppressive systems, from governments or, or leaders or tyrants. No, he's going to save us from what? Our. 
that's exactly what he did on the cross. I imagine what Joseph would have thought after hearing that message. Then Joseph, Mary, oh, on his right knee, crying, Lord, have mercy for what I have done. Crying, Lord, have mercy for what I have done. I don't know about you, but I think about the cross, and I think about the babe in the manger, and I cry out, Lord, have mercy. And as we do that together, God comes to us and gives us a granted, beautiful word of forgiveness. When Joseph was an old man, an old man was he.
God with our prayers. Lord God, help us to practice the righteousness that comes from you, rather than the sometimes unjust and wooden rules of this world. Let your mercy reign, Lord, in your mercy. God, our maker, we pray with hope for political leaders to take action to address pollution, destruction of natural resources, and those things that affect our earth. May we be caretakers worthy of your call. Lord, in your mercy. Lord Jesus, may our trust always be in you. Support the youth, young adults, and all people of every generation as they trust in your plan and your will. Lord, in your mercy. Spirit of God, there are many children in our community that begin this Christmas break in fear. Without the support of a loving family and often enduring abuse and neglect, find your way into their hearts and fill them with hope and your joy. Bless teachers and mentors who reach into their lives with your love. Lord, in your mercy. God, we pray for those who grieve the loss of loved ones this time of year. We lift up to you Craig Adams and his family on the death of his dad, Cliff, and Karen Arper and her family on the death of her dad. Give them your peace that passes all understanding. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for those who are facing surgery, especially Samantha Fearing, Tony Lyons, and Kevin Crane. And for those who are recovering from illnesses and surgery, we ask for your healing. For Jean Yerke, Ellen Posadas, Tiffany Paul, Sean Hamrick, Delaney Gallagher, and Linda. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for those we know and love who are facing cancer and ask for healing for them. For Kathy, Elizabeth, Angela, Gary, Dave, Jim, Ron, Kathy, and Carol. We pray that you would bless and protect those who are deployed and be with their families here at home. For Jillian, Bradley, Aaron, Rebecca, Eric, Megan, Jared, Andrew, David, Paul, and all of their family. Lord, in your mercy. And now, God, we raise other names before you for your care, both out loud and silently. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands we trust all for whom we pray, knowing that you hear us through Jesus Christ our Lord. And now may the peace of the Lord be with you always.
bread of life and cup of salvation, you have united us with Christ, making us one with all your people. Now send us forth in the power of your spirit that we may proclaim your redeeming love to the world and continue forever in the risen life of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Today we will be offering prayers of healing right up here immediately following the service or prayers of thanksgiving or prayers for safe travels or whatever you might need. There will be a prayer team here um, if you would like to be prayed for. You are welcome to this. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.
are grace-filled. And spirit-led. Go in peace and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. I came back. <laughs>